0: Yo, welcome back to another episode of On the Spot Sports, and in today's episode, we got a special guest here, Jesse Gordachuk from the Danville Dashers, goaltender in the FHL in the Federal Hockey League. So let's get right to this, Jesse. How are you?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, just excited uh, to have this opportunity to speak with you, and I'm excited to uh, kind of let my uh, story go.
0: Yeah, no problem. It's gonna be a, gonna be a fun one. So let's get right into it. All right, so uh, you played junior hockey for the Pen- T- Pent Lakers and the OCUs, Coyotes and the KIJHL. Were those? Yeah, were those like years like?
1: Um, those are those are pretty good. You know, I was um I was younger there. I was, uh, I believe, sixteen. So, um, the KIJHL there, um, the Kootenay International Junior Hockey League, that's uh is just a junior B league back uh, around my hometown there, and um. Penticton you know that's where I um I've moved and lived since I was 13 so I kind of call it my home base there and, um just kind of played hometown there and then I went uh, a little bit to uh, the Western States Hockey League for a bit for the uh Ontario Avalanche and the WSHL um played half a season there before uh, returning back to the Soyuz Coyotes I kind of just wanted to stick around uh, home a little closer and uh yeah no those those were probably some of uh my funnest uh, junior experiences you know um just kind of um, going with the flow and experience uh g- junior hockey at such a young age
0: yeah for sure you seem like you're moving around a lot during like your junior career Did that like have any effect on you or
1: um no not really you know um most most of the time um the reasons like moving around between juniors and stuff like that just kind of um, finding my right um spot you know I I always just kind of really enjoy playing and everything like that so I kind of go where I have the best opportunity to play um my game and not know so worried about it too much like backing up and stuff it's just kind of finding a place that suited me um at the right time back then
0: yeah so uh when you went to OCU's, uh, the Coyotes. You played in eighteen playoff games that season, and only seven the regular season. What was that experience like for like going in the playoffs and playing that many games?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, that was actually a great experience because when I, when I came back, uh, to a Soyuz there, um, it was near the end of the season, so I didn't really get, um, you know, too many, um looks or anything with like the fellas that just kind of bounced in there and started playing and then having um that many uh playoff games you know we were uh the Soyuz. uh they were ranked third i believe they're kind of underdogs going into um the playoffs and then we ended up just um all everyone just started clicking together and we had um an amazing run and i think it went up to like game seven of like the conference final or something like that so um yeah we lost uh it was a barn burner I think it was just by one goal or something like that but it was just a overall great experience you know just kind of making that uh that run that playoff run and um kind of just enjoying the little things for sure
0: yeah that experience seems like it was really good for you and it helped you throughout your like throughout your hockey career until like right now where you are right now so it, even Absolutely. playing the playoffs for that long it it definitely helps you for sure
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Uh, boost up your your confidence uh, when you're having a strong team and everyone's clicking.
0: Yeah, and do you, do you think confidence is a huge part of uh, how you guys did that season?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I believe it was. It was more. Uh, it was kind of funny because it was more of a like a silent confidence. Um, our group that year, you know, is everyone was you know pretty humble, but like we we just had a different kind of swagger to us, knowing that we were going to go in and you know eventually pull out a win you know so that was um that was awesome just like everybody was trusting everybody and everybody was on the same page so when things are clicking like that um you can't go wrong at all
0: yeah it seems like if you're an if you think you're an underdog team it like propels you guys to the next level and it just takes you guys from there
1: yeah yeah exactly it kind of gives you uh kind of gives a little bit more fire in your furnace there when uh you're kind of being doubted and stuff like that so it kind of gives you a little bit more um uh juice to play a little bit better
0: what was that game seven like uh in the in that series
1: uh yeah that, that was for for me personally like um that was you know the like the furthest I ever gone um you know, in juniors and stuff like that as a starter. So obviously, you know, the nerves were going, but, um, you know, once, uh, the puck drops, it's just kind of everybody, it's just like another game, you know, it just kind of, you, just, you don't really think about it and you just kind of go with it. But it was, it, like I said, it was, uh, uh, it was a barn burner. Uh, I believe we lost by just one goal. Uh, for my memory, I think it was like five, four or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was just, you know, it was just a high tempo, high paced, uh, game and just something, something that, uh, I can say I'm proud to be a part of.
0: Yeah, for sure. Did you get, did you bring that experience to you, uh, the next season when you play with, the uh, Fort McMurray oil, oil barons or the AJHL in that next season? Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, you know, after, after coming back to Australia and playing, um, those games, um, you know, I just kind of went in the summer. I had, um, the utmost confidence and everything like that. And, um, it was kind of funny because, um, during my time in, uh, Soyuz there, I got a call up to Merritt Centennials in the BCHL and I played one game there. Um, I think it was versus the Cowichan Capitals, I believe. And I got my first, uh, win. I think we uh, won five, three there. And, so that uh, that kind of helped me out to kind of, uh, you know, being able to get that call up. You're able to see if you're able to perform at the next level. And um, getting that win um, in the BCHL definitely um, gave me more confidence for the upcoming season. And in the summer, um, my my father was actually working up in Fort McMurray, and I was just looking for some ice um, to skate with. and. He was just like, oh, you know, the oil barons camp, um, you know, kind of go see what happens there. And then um, I ended up meeting the goalie coach before I went up there, um, Cody Hereniu, um, who I trained with in summers and stuff like that. He ended up getting me straight to main camp. And from there, I just made the team. And that season, I, I had a very good season, you know, um, personally. And, you know, as a group as well, it was – also, just the continuation of the following year, just everybody was clicking again, and we had success that year too as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. It seems it seems like you had a incredible year that year. You had a one point eight eight goals against average that season, point nine three five save percentage, and you played twenty games. So it must have been a good year for you.
1: Yeah, it was. It was definitely a a learning experience too. Uh, I was the backup to um, Tanner Gillette, who. Um, was playing in uh, Denver um, there, NCAA, D1 there, and uh, he was kind of bounced around the coast. So watching him play, I kind of really mimicked uh, his playing style, which um, really helped me. And just being able to watch, that was more like of a learning year for me because, uh, you know, Junior A, that was kind of a step up. And But I just kind of rolled with it and just went with the flow and everything turned out in my favor that year.
0: Yeah, and uh... – for that season, you had a couple awards that season too. In the you had the best goals against the average, best saves percentage, and top team goaltender's award. What did that mean to you?
1: Uh yeah that that was <laughs> it meant a lot for sure. You know, it definitely um kind of I wouldn't say caught me by surprise, but I, I kind of just didn't really pay attention to my stats that season. I, everything was just quick, and I was just out there having fun every game, and um getting those uh those awards at the end of the season, you know, it's um it just paid off um from just hard work and, you know, bouncing around and um a couple of different teams, you know, just finding my right spot like I was saying, um just meant everything to me, you know, was kind of uh kind of for my first like really big awards or anything in hockey. So it was definitely uh definitely a moment I won't forget.
0: Hard work goes goes far for sure. You just gotta put in the work and the um, the rest is history.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So uh, you, sp- you the next season. You played a majority of the season with the old Grizzlies of the uh, AJHL and led them to a playoff spot. <laughs> Would you consider that like your peak of your junior career? Since you played like thirty-one games in the that season.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, going um, things just weren't the second um, season in uh, Fort McMurray. There was a coaching change, and then. Um, I got injured really badly. Uh, I tore, I think, like two or three ligaments in my left ankle there, and I was out for, for a very long time. So just struggling with that injury and stuff like that and then having um, new coaching change and kind of uh, stuff like that, that's what um, kind of caused me to ask for a trade, and then I ended up in Olds, and I just kind of uh, had the starting role there. So um, – just playing playing as many games, like for me personally, that's just how I find myself, uh, you know, learning um, each experience and each game.
0: Yeah, for sure. So going back to the injury part, uh, how do you deal with that long of an injury? Like what, what was your mindset like? Like what do you do to help yourself recover and get to that best possible spot you could be in?
1: Yeah, well, definitely uh, with an injury that long and, it's it definitely takes its toll on the mind, you know. You're you're watching your your teammates go to battle every single game, so um, you know, it's definitely uh, it's hard to say because you know you definitely have your lows and everything like that, but it's just kind of always looking forward and just doing the right things, uh, going to your physical training or um, your PT and stuff like that, so um, just to get stronger uh, every day and. It's just it's just a mental grind. That's all it is, and it's just something that you have to really uh, bear down and um, just overcome it.
0: Yeah, especially for like the mindset part of it, it has to be like at the top level because, like, especially as a goaltender, like I found this out that like your mindset has to be there. If it's not there, you're not going to perform to your best of your ability or recover.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So uh, after all, like your junior career ended. You went on to play uh, Division Three hockey at University of Wisconsin Stevens Point, and you put up some pretty good numbers while you were there. What was that experience like? Yeah, you
1: know the the transition um, from juniors to um, university hockey stuff like that was kind of a you know a huge um, idle opener for me. You know, balancing the work and everything, and just kind of just a lot to deal with and everything like that. But um, you know the the program there um, at Stevens Point is pretty much unmatched. Um, you know, it was definitely a really um, big eye-opener, you know, to the next level um, of juniors. So just the way everyone gets treated and uh, how professional you have to act and everything like that all goes up that one more level. So, and again, like Stevens Point, it's a well-known organization. So it was just uh it was just a good experience to be able to play for them and um end up getting a scholarship for them
0: yeah what was like that like the hardest part of the transition from like jun- playing juniors to like playing at the college level
1: uh for for me uh personally it was just the balancing the schoolwork and um just the travel and everything like that just um just really bearing down it when you're there. I know it sounds kind of cliche cliche but you are you know an athlete for or you are a student first sorry so it's just really comes down to um focusing on your school work you know when you're traveling you're just trying to get as much much done as possible when you're on the bus or um whatever um and then when you get there it's just kind of you have to flip the switch and it's game time pretty much so
0: yeah, especially being a student-athlete, I know that easily. you have to find, like, that medium to, like, yeah. balance out your schoolwork, balance out your athletic life, and it's just, like, it's just a medium there.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: So uh, you went 8-2 while you were at Stevens Point. What was going right for you when uh, during your time in Wisconsin?
1: Um, It was just pretty much trying to keep uh my mindset um, the same as wasn't juniors, it was you know a little bit different. Um, Max Malosek was actually the um I was back up to him majority of the year and a half I was there. Um, he's per- currently in the um, s p right now for the Huntsville, but um that was kind of also trying to get in my mind into the fact that my position is not the starter, it's being a backup and just trying to be. The best backup I can and kind of switch roles and everything like that. So I find like you know it's just everything like the atmosphere, college atmosphere, and everything was um, just the best experience. Like just to witness and be a part of it was just a great experience.
0: Yeah, and that mindset's huge again. Like you said, it it really helped you. It looks like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you know you you obviously every every goalie wants to play and stuff like that and um kind of when things aren't going your way or you're not getting as much playing time you know you have to kind of settle down um focus more on the little details and practice and going out to those optional skates and everything and kind of just working on your game
0: yeah it's going to like you gotta like do what what you can to get better because everything might not go the right the way you want it to but like you gotta find you gotta got to get what you can control
1: absolutely it's just tr- it's just about trusting the process and knowing that it'll all eventually work out
0: yeah so uh after your time came time uh playing time came up at Stevens Point you played uh one year for the University of Alabama on the ACHA why did mm-hmm. you decide to change uh, schools and go to Alabama
1: well so it was after Stevens Point there um freshman year we won the national championship um the d3 in um I think it was Lake Placid I believe and um you know it was that was by far the highlight winning the national championship and everything but then it came back just to um my playing time you know just always who I've been just you know, and the more playing time I get, the more I learn from myself and learn from my mistakes that I make during games and stuff like that. And because uh, for me, like practice, like, just practicing, like, it's just a different kind of mindset as well, like a game compared to practice and everything. So I just wanted to get more numbers, you know, better numbers, more playing time, and that's ultimately what led me to Alabama.
0: How how did your uh, season in Alabama go that year?
1: Uh it went really good actually. It was um uh the team we were ranked um I believe it was fifteenth or something in the the polls there. So we were um uh, making our way to um well we were sitting pretty in the standings, I'll just say that and everything and um things were going good again. Um the team was uh, you know, clicking and everything i was getting my playing time and um it was just a it was just a fun atmosphere you know just a little bit different like playing in the south and everything a little change up and a little different from the norm but i overall i enjoyed it
0: yeah so what was that experience like going from d3 to playing for a team in the acha
1: um it's you know it's um wasn't too bad like the transitional um there, there are some very good players in the ACHA um D1 level and for um multiple teams so um making that transition um it wasn't anything really noticeable or any big uh difference between a uh, level of player or anything like that
0: yeah so uh I want to go back to, like, your national championship uh, title Mm -hmm. during uh, your time at UW-Stevens Point. What was that experience like? Take us through, like, that entire, like, playoff run all the way up to the Uh national championship.
1: Yeah, so nearing the end, um, we kind of put ourselves in a predicament where we needed to bust out, like, I don't even know, like, 12 wins or something like that. Uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, we had a couple of rough weeks and that kind of put us down in the polls. So just those those games were um, like must wins kind of thing and the team really bared down and um, we ended up pulling out those wins and um, getting a pull into um, the uh, Frozen Four there. So we went out and tra- uh, traveled um, to Lake Placid and then uh, our first game, I believe it was against Geneseo and we beat Geneseo and then it, the final game was St. Norbert and we ended up uh, beating St. Norbert for the championship win.
0: Dang, that that must have been an unreal experience, especially since like how it all started where you had to like win 12 games, like you said, and go all the way to the national championship. That must have been really cool.
1: Yeah, it was uh, definitely a surreal feeling for sure because, uh, we, during the season, we kind of had our um, troubles with St. Norbert, so um, they, uh, they had a pretty insane game the night before with UMass Boston, and um, that game went, uh, all right, I can't even remember, like double overtime or something, wow. it was like an 8-8 game or something like wow. that, so the boys were all um, watching that in the hotel room, waiting to see uh, who we had next, and um st norbert ended up pulling off that win and um i don't know we just we just kind of again we just felt like we were just a stronger team than st norbert you know like a bigger ice uh, bigger ice surface for sure so we were able to you know beat them wide and really uh crash the net and um get the win and just do the simple things
0: yeah and that that must have been unreal so uh, what was it like playing like in Lake Placid cuz that's a legendary place.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was surreal, you know, we got we got there and able to walk around the the community there and just it's just breathtaking for sure and then that the arena, you know, like the Herbsbrook and whatever. Um that arena there's so much um history in that. So just uh getting that win in that rink too is just something you know you can cross off the list.
0: Yeah, that that's unreal. I'd I'd really enjoy to the play there. Seems like an unreal place.
1: Yeah, it was it was very good a uh, very good moment for sure.
0: So uh, after you played for uh, the University of Alabama, you went on to play a fourth year of college hockey and uh, at University of Nevada, Las Vegas. What was yeah. it like playing in Vegas and for uh, UNLV?
1: uh it was very good, you know um the, everything all the expectations um in Vegas it was spot on you know the the crowd um the crowd they have in vegas too, um are just they're great fans and and still like that uh there was that awful shooting in Vegas the year prior, so um you know like with the vegas cooling nights going to um the Stanley Cup final there you know the uh just the entire community just rallied around all the hockey community us you know the Vegas and it was just a uh, overall an amazing experience and then um near the end um of my time at UNLV I actually got the chance to uh kind of get called up and practice with uh the Golden Knights there cuz Flurry, I believe he was out with a flu or something so I got to go out there and skate with uh with the knights and that was also a very very awesome experience for sure
0: what was that experience like like what led up to it and like what what's the best stories you have from there
1: uh, well it was actually um i was <laughs> i was in class i was doing um one of my um english finals or something like that i had to do a stand up in front of the class and i actually like right before my presentation i got this call from um uh, one of the guys um for the organization of vegas and they're like hey we need a goalie do you want to kind of uh strap on the pads and come out for us and so i quickly hung up i said yes and i breezed right through my presentation and hopped in my car and drove right to the uh practice facility and uh i got there and they i did a nice little walk through their uh practice facility um Dressing room, you know they had they had everything lined up for me you know just again, it was just you, the professionalism was just unbelievable you know and you just felt like a pro and went out there and um, you know the guys were giving me um, a couple of taps on the pads and just being able to practice and um, experience the skill level and the speed of those players um, is just something that I will forever remember
0: yeah it just seems unreal did you uh did you make some saves up there
1: yeah yeah i mean i made a couple i made a couple of saves you know uh i think I got uh patch ready on a couple of glove saves, but uh, i don't think he'll he'll admit that but <laughs> i don't know it, it was no it was just uh it was just good um good fun you know um it was just uh kind of slowed down like just their skill really helped slow down the game even in practice you know like you didn't really have to worry about like if it was a two on one or anything like that, you know, like that the D man has that guy, and your your main focus is just kind of the man with the puck. So it yeah. kind of you, you wouldn't have to really worry about other options. So it it, it was just ex- like like I said, a great experience to like witness how um, these players play and everything like that.
0: Yeah, and that just seems like it was a, such a very cool, very cool, very interesting day. Just um that That's the dream right there absolutely, yeah so uh how cool was it interacting with like being around like the vegas players like Marcia Carlson, Sue all those players
1: yeah it's it's really good, you know like we uh for u n l v there we shared the practice facilities, so we crossed paths a lot um um going on a way to work and stuff like that so it was also pretty cool you know like after our practice or something like that we we had the opportunity you know to stay out and watch practice as well and just um see what it takes you know at the higher level and um kind of the mindset and everything is pretty cool
0: yeah do you talk to any of those players still or
1: uh no no i i don't uh i mean like just uh, not any of the guys at Vegas, uh, no. Um, that was just kind of a one thing. And But definitely uh, my roommates and all my teammates back at UNLV, I still keep in touch.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome. So at the end of your uh, UNLV career, you wanted to play uh, pro hockey in Australia for the Adelaide <laughs> Adrenaline. That must have been pretty cool, a pretty cool experience playing in Australia. So what was it like, and how did you uh, go from playing in Las Vegas to getting a job in Australia?
1: Yeah, so it was um, uh, second semester um, in UNLV is just kind of the uh, the grade point average. I didn't really make it there. So um, I ended up leaving UNLV and just going back home, not knowing really any options of hockey. So I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, just train at home or really had no idea. And then... Out of uh, nowhere, um, I get an email from the Adelaide team saying that they would take a uh, take a goaltender and stuff like that, import goaltender. So it was pretty much, hey, do I just stay at home and just practice and train? Because um, I usually just train at the Okanagan Hockey Academy in Penticton. There, that's usually where I work during the summer. So I was thinking, all right, well, do that or go there. So i i love the experience you know i love traveling and you know uh any opportunity i get so i took that and um ended up flying down to adelaide and it was it was definitely uh an experience for sure you know um it was just uh between like hockey at um north america to australia there that transition um, it's a little bit different, you know, the ice, the ice rinks, they don't really, some don't have glass, you know, it's just netting. (laughs) So, you know, it's just, it was just that kind of experience, but, um, it was, it was, um, just something to keep me playing and active during the season. Um, since it's, you know, it's winter time in our summer, so it's just flipped. So, yeah. So I just, uh, wanted to do that just to keep my, um, keep me in like hockey shape and everything and game game situation kind of uh, plays. So, um, did that. Um, and you know, the team, uh, the team didn't, wasn't that strong or anything. I don't even think we want a game. Um, so it, it was just, um, we had a younger team and everything like that is more of a developmental like situation there, like development, their players, younger players. So, um, it was just kind of, you know, it, like, kind of hurt my, like, I would say my stats. But, like, you know, I'm uh, elite prospects. But it was just more for experience and keeping in game shape. And then that's kind of where I received an email to come to Danville.
0: Yeah. So um, how does that import system work down there or overseas?
1: Um. So it's more like a semi-pro um league there. So what they do is – the team, they fly you, um, uh, they have return flights for you for the season, so you, three flights there and back, and then they set you up with a, um import house. So there was three other um, imports um, that were from Ontario, and one was from uh, uh, Quebec, I believe, that area. And so we had an import house, and, um, you know, it was – one two two practices a week and then two um weekend games and then during the week they set you up with a job there so um for me personally and my other imports and my other roommates we were working carpentry jobs and so they, they the team supplies you with jobs for money on the side and everything so it's just more it's kind of more laid back kind of more that kind of experience you know yeah so yeah it's not like all hockey every single day every single day it's just you're you're working you practice a couple times a week and then um you fly out to games but it was just a like i said a cool experience just to be in australia you know you, you go hang out with kangaroos and stuff like that so <laughs> that's awesome you know, it's, yeah it was just it was just uh, pretty much for the experience and just keep me in game shape
0: yeah so um was it hard getting around, or did you did you guys get used to it? And like, did it just come second nature to you guys?
1: Uh, yeah, it, it definitely came uh, second nature. Um, at first, it was a little bit different. You know, they they gave us a car, and <laughs> the driving's on the opposite side. Oh. So there's there's a couple times you found yourself on the wrong side <laughs> of the highway, but. Um other than that, no, it was um Australia was super chill. Um I really enjoyed it. I fell in love with it there. Um if I ever you know, if it ever works out that um we're not in playoffs or something and that I could go back there, I would definitely go back to a different Australian league. It was just such a great experience.
0: What would you say is the was the best part about playing over there?
1: Um best best part about playing over there um i would just say honestly like just living in australia like it's just such a i wouldn't say culture shock but it's just the culture there in australia was just so mellow and everyone got along and it was just pretty much like you know as soon as you're done hockey you could go back and it's it was so easy just to make friends um from your work or you know, just if you're walking around the beach and stuff like that. But it was, I would just say it was just being in Australia because after hockey, you could just go to the beach and watch the sunset and <laughs> just go to sleep. It was just awesome.
0: That's, that seems awesome. Seems unreal. It was a great opportunity for you guys.
1: Absolutely.
0: A lot of, like, goalies that I've talked to and, like, players in general have said that if an opportunity comes to you, just take it and just run with it for how, how long you could.
1: Yeah, exactly, because, you know, um, I, I think about that all the time. If I haven't uh, taken those opportunities on going to those different places, um, I may not even be leasing up skates, you know. So
0: yeah.
1: um, it's just pretty much just, you know, you just got to risk it and just uh, just go for it.
0: Yeah, risk it for the biscuit.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: And So uh, this season has been like your first pro season in North America and you you have a really good record of 17-11-1 in 40 games this season with uh Danville of the Federal what was it like getting used to the pro lifestyle coming from playing juniors college and then now pro
1: um yeah it was um i don't know i kind of coming back to pro um after university it's almost just like juniors but you got a little bit more um You know, you have to be a little bit more professional of what you do and um, everything. But it's just kind of just the ability to focus on hockey. Like, you know, that's like your job. Your job is to, you know, show up to the rink every day and perform. So, um, you know, I found that a lot easier transition to come back to pro because the only thing I need to focus on every single day is bettering myself as an athlete. So um that's just kind of my my take on it you know it's just you go to the rink you're at the rink for however long couple hours you put those hours in and then you're done with the day and then you can do whatever else you have planned so um coming back to it I didn't really have any trouble um it was just kind of you know, the getting back to the speed and the pace of the game coming back from Australia, but you have enough uh, time to practice before the season starts. So uh, I think it really helped me going to Australia because I was already in game shape. I already had those games played. So it was just kind of like uh, straight back into a new
0: season kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how do you think your first season in the FHL is going so far?
1: yeah I think uh right now it's it's going pretty good you know um um we've got a pretty good team here um again the the team here in Danville everybody's clicking um together um we have we have some younger, younger guys but then we also have those older guys who have been in the league for five years or whatever it is to really establish what they want done for this season and what our goals are for this season. So um, I think it's just um, for us is just coming into each game consistent because I know there's a couple, couple times, couple weeks where, you know, we might've been coming a little bit flat footed or something like that, but we still managed to, um, get those greasy wins, you know, the 3-2 wins or the close games, which is really important coming in playoffs.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you guys are in second place right now, I believe, right? Or... Uh,
1: I, be- I believe we are in third place right behind Port Huron. So, um, and I think Port Huron had a couple uh, losses last week. So um, this week in Elmira is definitely going to be uh, those three games in Elmira are going to be huge. Um, if we get those three, I believe we'll be in second.
0: Yeah, that's good for you guys. For, uh, come playoffs are coming up soon.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, kind of crunch time right now. I think we only got, I'd say, oh man, like fourteen games left or sixteen games left.
0: Wow, season went by yeah. really fast.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's going by quickly.
0: So, uh, what has been your favorite moment this season so far?
1: Um this season, um I would just say, um just consistently um playing, you know, um just getting getting the gig all comes back for me, I, like I said, uh just um be able to um play and learn from my mistakes, learn from you know what I did good, so I always after every game, I'll always watch game video kind of thing and watch uh watch goals, watch saves and just kinda really break down my game and everything. So I would just say just being able to have a place to play would be my biggest thing this year. And uh Danville is one of the teams that gave me the opportunity. So I'm just kind of uh taking it and rolling with it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So not not long ago you got called on a loan to the Birmingham Bulls or the SPHL. What how was that experience?
1: Yeah, that was uh really good and kind of cool heading back to um back to Alabama. Um I'm, I was only there I was supposed to be there for a couple weeks, but um turned it turned out to only be a couple days. Um so it was a couple practices and then I went to um uh Huntsville um for a couple games and just backed up one and then sat out with the other in the stands cuz their their goalie came back from um the east coast but just having you know just having that experience of seeing um what the players are like in the sp compared to uh, the federal league and stuff like that and just the professionalism of uh how the players were taken care of it was just a good experience you know and obviously going back to alabama i still have a couple couple of good buddies that are still. Uh, still uh, going to university there so it would have been nice to you know give them a couple free tickets to see uh, see me play but again um, just grateful for the opportunity of going up there for a couple of di- uh, a couple of days and kind of getting my foot in the door
0: yeah absolutely it, you probably brought back a lot from from uh, Birmingham and Huntsville back to Danville mm-hmm. and and you uh, performed well off of that you fed off that experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, like, sitting, uh, being a backup on the bench in that scenario in Huntsville, it was that arena and that atmosphere, you know, it's pretty much unmatched. Um, so it, it was just pretty much, I was just really dialed into the game while watching from the bench and just watching how the players move the puck and, you know, like, kind of just analyzing the game on how it, it was going.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, we got a couple more questions for you. So, uh, yeah. if there are any younger goalies listening to this episode, was a tip you would give them, or any goalie in general?
1: Um, It would just pretty much just to trust the process, you know. Um, things, you know, the season's long, um, very long, so you're going to have a lot of ups and downs, and it's just important when you are going through those downs just to – find something to keep you level, um, you know, keep, keep you sane and, um, just keep you focused on the next game, the next practice and everything like that, just to make you uh, a better goaltender.
0: Yeah. That, that just seems like the perfect summary right there. So, um, what has been your favorite moment of like your whole hockey career? It could be anything from like when you first started or to now when you're a pro. Um,
1: well, 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 I would definitely say the um, winning the championship with Stevens Point would definitely be up there. But um, I would say probably the greatest moment would be when I first started goal, being a goalie. You know, you had uh, yeah, I started off as a player as a forward, and then in novice you had the chance to go ahead and. Um, go back and be a goaltender and it was my turn and I, I, I loved it and everything. And I told my dad, I wanted to be a goalie and he told me, um, the only way I'm paying, uh, paying for any of your equipment is if you get a shutout. And I believe, I think it was like 11, nothing. We won novice the next game. So he had to go ahead and buy my gear and everything. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, everything happens for a reason. So, um i'd say i'd definitely keep that i keep that story around for sure
0: yeah and just like you i started i was a forward and then i strapped on the pads and i at like a stick and puck from my friend's gear and just fell in love with it i i love Absolutely. this position
1: yeah that makes uh, that makes two of us
0: <laughs> yeah for real so uh, who would you say is a goalie that you look up to
1: um you know it i've always since carrie price kind of uh came into the league, I've always kind of mimicked my style of play to his play. Um I know a lot of goalies do watch Carey Price and say he's like their favorite, but I just really really try and focus on watching him like clips of uh, you know, his practice techniques and um just like how calm he is in the net and just how he just looks so fluent and that's just kind of how I want to create my game um to be like.
0: Yeah, and Carey Price is a he. He's a really good goalie to look up to. I I look I looked up to him when I was younger. Now it's uh now it's uh Andre Vasilevsky.
1: Mhm. Yeah. See, like he's he's just out of this world as well with everything. So.
0: Yeah, the list could go on and on. I can name tons of goalies that uh, <laughs> that I look up to.
1: Yeah. Exactly. That. That makes two of us for sure.
0: So I, I believe that's uh, all we got today. So uh, maybe I'll come up to uh, come up to Danville and see a game one day, one day soon, hopefully. Yeah, uh, that'd be fun. Uh,
1: just let me know, and I'll be able to leave you a couple of tickets.
0: Sweet. So uh, thank thank you again for uh, coming on to the podcast. It was it was an honor to have you, and hope you got hope you enjoyed it like I did.
1: Absolutely, yes. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity there, Jack, and uh, thanks for the
0: call. Yeah, no problem. So that'll wrap up this episode of On the Spot Sports. Thank you to Jesse Gordachuk for coming on from the Danville Dashers of the Federal Hockey League. Thank you so much, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya.